0: Everybody and welcome to today's podcast. It's a great pleasure today to have with us Beth Travers, a textile designer, print designer who has a great interior lifestyle brand called Bobo 1325. Beth, welcome. Hi. Oh, so great to have you. It's been a while.
1: It has been a while. Thank you
0: very much. It time. has. Yeah, so, so lovely to have you here. Beth, to make a start, could you give us a brief intro of what you're up to and tell us about Bobo 1325 your brand
1: so Bobo 1325 is an multiple award-winning interior design brand it is is madness but so cool
0: no it's not you're very
1: talented (laughs) um yeah so that is founded by me and it's everything is hand illustrated hand painted with a focus on the outside world, biophilia and little touches of folklore and activism.
0: Fantastic. All painted by you, all created. Yeah. Do you, you create things by hand and then transfer them over to digital and enhance them there as well, don't you?
1: Yes. So everything is hand-painted, hand-drawn, and then it's scanned in and put together in either Photoshop or Illustrator. It depends what the design looks like and what the feel of it is going to be, like, textural-wise. I do prefer Photoshop, I'm not going to lie, because I just think you get that. It doesn't flatten it, and you get those paint strokes, and you get, oh, it's just beautiful to work with.
0: It's a great creative tool. It's good. It really is. Tell us, what inspires your work? Um
1: I love to tell stories. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's kind of like, I love, I love the folklore. I, I love all that. Um, Really, really, yeah, it's just been so much inspired by that. But I think the thing that really, really probably inspires the collections, like the main ones, will be things that actually piss me off can I say that you can yeah <laughs> so things that actually really enrage me and things that I think that we should be talking about like, yeah you know mental health plastic yes. pollution um, gender equality um, uh-huh. climate change so things that really really just yeah just I don't get it like things just really really ugly ugly things and then kind of create that talking point by mm-hmm. creating that story and giving it a voice and saying, and everyone's saying, oh, that's a really nice design. And I'm like, yeah, but this is what it's about. Yes. Um, And so it's engaging with that. Like what I really love is I worked on the Cubic Hotel, which is now Yotel in Manchester. Yeah. And on their headboards in their bedrooms, they've used um, one of the designs at, is to be the sea, and the amount of people that like i speak to and say that they've had to have discussions with their children because the children are looking at the design and going why is that there why is that there and they're teaching them and saying like you know it's it's pollution it's it's not good fantastic
0: conversation pieces aren't they they really are
1: and i just i really love that because i think that there are things that we should talk about and we should highlight and we should engage and i think design does have function form and purpose and i think mm-hmm. one of my purposes is kind of go i can create this i can do this it's really really pretty but my purpose is to tell you your tell you a story and um yeah i think i think that's it works beth It works.
0: It does. It works really, really well. Your your stuff's fantastic. And you know, it does stand out and it's incredibly striking, but breaches that makes that bridge really between, as you say, being conversational, but also ambient and it's easy to live with. Um, you know, you can water it down or or ramp it up, can't you? To make a really fantastic statement across multiple, multiple surfaces. And I think, you know, it's one of the reasons we we wanted to talk with you again today. Um, we've known each other a long time, haven't we? Yes. Um, in the in the print space um, and you entered the Fespa Awards. Gosh, you know, it feels like last year, but we've all been frozen, haven't we, for three, <laughs> two or three. So, yeah, it's insane. So um, I guess it was 2020 and um, you entered the Fespa Awards and you won the Fespa Awards for yeah. your interior collection. So congratulations, Thanks. a belated congratulations on that, but uh, a very Sorry. worthy win
1: thank you it's just genuinely one of my favorite things to ever happen um you know to be shortlisted I kind of like I have this um yeah I think a lot of creatives will understand if they're listening and go when I say imposter syndrome yes I think we that all have imposter syndrome everybody does I enter things and I'm just like whatever like I've got no no chance so for me it's it's kind of like a validation uh-huh little sense it's like you are good enough and You can do this. Um, But it was the first time that I really believed it with festival. I mean, to be like the first, I was the first winner of the Printeries Award. You were,
0: a new category.
1: Well done. So, yeah, it's just so special. And to be able to share that with, like, the Malhotra group, who were my client for that. Mm -hmm. They requested an extra reward. So when I go and visit their offices, I see it there. Great. And it's like, yeah, it was just such an incredible thing to happen. Um, I do wish I was in Madrid, but COVID had other ideas. and It did indeed. I was instead in like a tracksuit in my street. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like still just an incredibly special moment watching that and thinking like, God, I remember, like, shaking and having goosebumps. And I just rang my mum straight away and she cried. <laughs> no, it's, it's really important because, you know,
0: I think as the creative community as well, so often we're in silos, aren't we? Especially people, you know, independent brands as well, who are not just creative, they're also commercial and um, have, a, have a, you know, a, a huge a, a brand of their own. We can feel very isolated. And mm. I think it's really important that you connect into the community yeah very very important tell us about the project tell us about the the print technology that you use the materials and how you chose your suppliers for that project
1: uh so layla lilies was actually one of the best most straightforward jobs and i loved it okay it was just like one of those magical rare jobs so everything comes together and it's just beautiful um, so, yeah, I did, I supplied the upholstery fabrics mm-hmm. um, and the linen curtains yep. and the lampshade fabric and stuff like that. So that was all printed in the Northwest. Okay. For me, I think the textile industry needs to do a bit more sustainability wise and cover yep. their carbon footprint. So keeping things local is kind of, it's a small step, but small steps are better than standing still and better than going backwards. So they were all printed by dye sublimation in the Mm -hmm. northwest and then they went off to, I think it was, oh, God, three upholsterers in the UK. Great. Right about the north, and they were all north-based because the job was in the north. Yep. Um, So that was really straightforward, really, really good. Dice stuff, what a great way to print. Like the, it's just beautiful, the way that you can get so much detail when you print. And um, I have, because I ha- I now have the Epson in my studio. You do, don't you? Yeah. Is that it's- working well for sampling? Oh my God, it's the best. Really? Like, yeah. So after FESPA, um, your print specialists- Yes. In the Northeast, Yep. Um, I went and visited them and they gifted me the gifted and, and it's just changed my whole whole way I work it's just good so good it's amazing Do you love it
0: I, I would imagine you love it because it's tactile so that you can take your digital stuff and it's instantly onto a textile and you get a feel for whether you like the color the feel the scale is that how you're using it
1: that's how I'm using it. And then obviously I can now do glassware and swimming tiles and stuff like that. So Yeah. Just massive it's it's such a it's such a great piece of kit. I love it. I called it Hank and Priscilla. So yeah, <laughs> we are besties.
0: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Because of course, you know, what a lot of people don't don't kind of realise about the interior space is that, you know, it is subject to a lot of specification, isn't it? So when, you know, you talk about your fabrics, I would think, you know, finding the right supplier and finding the right substrate with the right kind of Martindale and also the right fire retardancy specifications is really important for your brand. Mm.
1: It's just really great as well because if a supplier says to me, like, Beth, can I have a sample of this? If I don't have one in stock, I can print it. Amazing. And I can print it, have it out, and then it's just, it's keeping that chain going. Especially because specification changes so quickly and it's kind of like one minute you're doing the whole emails and going, oh, quote me for this, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, this is the order. This is when we need it. This is where it's going. And you're just kind of like, "Okay, let's go. Fantastic.
0: But sampling has always been and remains, Beth, a huge problem for the creative community. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, the printer doesn't really want to do you a half metre sample or break it up with a load of different swatches into a one metre or two metre sample. You know, it's not cost effective for them. So they will never be a priority, really. And mm. and you know some of the most proactive companies will give you a week turnaround or even a few day turnaround, but you're still not in control of it as the creative are you just at the whim of somebody else's ink settings and color management yeah. settings as opposed to your own. So it must be fantastic to be able to do that in house.
1: It is. It's so. It's just. It's so good. It's so speedy, and it's just such a really good piece of equipment to play with and experiment with because yeah. It is about experimentation. It's playing. It's seeing what you can do. It's seeing how far you can push, and yeah. what surfaces you can push on. Yeah, and it's just really, really great for that. And I am, I am really lucky to have that. I am really lucky to have the relationship that I do with your print specialists because
0: yeah,
1: I'm kind of just like, uh, if if ever I have a problem, I sh- I just call them up and they know everything. They Brilliant. are like my gurus. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's great. You've got to shorten that learning curve, haven't you? <laughs> And I think I think what you're saying is that the supplier relationship for the creative is so important.
1: It's integral. It, yeah. It's it's so like I can't stress enough how how important it is to ha- find suppliers that you trust. Yeah. But also that you like.
0: Yes. No, that's really important.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like right. But it's also but they also have to like you. Like yeah. you have to build that relationship. You have to spend time like Go visit, go speak to them, send them emails, ask them how they are, because yes. you know sometimes these people are going to have to pull you out the out the tr- like out the dirt if yep. you're in trouble and you've got something and you've done something wrong or you know something's yep. really really quick turnaround, you've got to lean on them and it's like the but I think I'm really lucky I've got some really really good suppliers that I kind of ring I'm like help me
0: and. Then the <laughs> <laughs> it is it's all part of that personal relationship and it's about balance isn't it give and take and trust I think as well and also not being I think sometimes the creative can be can be labelled as a bit of a diva and I think we have to you know you have always been very commercial about your decisions and understanding the limitations of perhaps the print process or the substrate or the timing um and costings and, and things like that really so yeah congrats Beth it's so it's so fantastic. So Thanks. do you think winning, winning award, and the FESPA award isn't the only award you've won, isn't it? So you just give us a yeah. quick rundown of that. Didn't you win the Northern Design Awards as well? I did. I, I won did. that once. many in 20, I won that in 2012. Yeah, a that. long time ago now.
1: Yeah, I got that. I didn't think I'd get that either. So I was on stage with <laughs> the award. Give up. <laughs> Why <laughs> but not? Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, that was, it's just like, I could yeah i don't even have words for it because i'm just kind of like i'm just one in my head i'm just like i'm just one person i see all these incredible companies and i'm like wow like i'm included amongst these people
0: yeah like this us.
1: year i was on the brit list nom- like short shortlist i was kind of just like i'm up there with like gresham and things yeah. like that i'm just like yeah. this is just insane because these people if like they make so many ripples but yeah. if you dropped me in like a little pond, I would just be like a plop. So like, I think that's I think that's one of
0: the great things about digital printing, though, isn't it? it Democratise yeah. it has democratised the sector. And yeah. you know, you know, if you are creative driven and have a commercial mind, you can build your own brand and yeah. supply at much smaller scale. So it puts you on a on a level with those other people. In fact, sometimes you know what Beth, I think it makes you more interesting because you you're, you're totally
1: in control. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely get away with a lot more, yeah. Um, so there is freedom in that, and it's really good. But yeah, it's just, it's just mad to me. Like sometimes, like half the time, I spend time thinking, like I just don't belong in this <laughs> room with these people. Like, what am I doing? It's kind of like I'm on the outside looking in, yeah. And I just, I just can't believe that this is where I am and this is what I'm doing. So yeah, like the Fespa, the Fespa is like my favorite. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was my first award. It was the first thing that I kind of felt that yeah, wow. Yeah, and Layla Lilix is such a good project. It's in Newcastle. I'm from Sunderland, and even yeah. though we're like Derby dear enemy, it's just like you know, it's it's home. Yeah. And so I I love I love that. I love being able to take my mom, and I love being able to take my gran, and yeah. just like every year, I get them a restaurant. Voucher for Lily.
0: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! though. that that's that really is so good. But it was. It's an absolutely beautiful project, and I think you know, whenever you create an interior, there are so many there are so many touch points within it. No one person can do it, um, and I think you know, it's from the way that you work, you you become integral integral to the creation of that whole space as well, which is so yeah. important because it's your vision, isn't it? It's their yeah. interior scheme, but your your designs and your patterns of prints add that wow
1: factor with the right it's specification. Um, yeah. Because it's kind of like, it's something that started off in your head. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's not something that's built. It's not something that's, it's the starting point of that was in your mind. And Amazing. You but you know, your, your creation is
0: bringing, you know, pleasure to thousands of people that visit those, those, Hospitality interiors every day. It's yeah,
1: it's, uh, yeah. I go like, well. to Motley quite a lot. I go on have meetings there because there there's no point if, in taking like samples because I just take them all to Motley now because it's got my okay. old fabrics, it's got my wallpapers, it's got yeah. rugs, it's got tiles. Yeah, and I'm kind of just like it, that that was from that's a really really special project because it was just like it's in Manchester and. It is on such a large scale. Yeah. And I was just like I was getting these orders and it it was during the height of lockdown and like we were at stage four. So we couldn't yeah. spawn. We couldn't turn back. It was yeah. We were well on our way. And so in that respect it was really it was such a blessing because it kept me busy. Yes. And it I just kept getting these orders for the fabric and getting these orders and like sending the print files off to Tectura or Vescom. No, I think it was Vescom who did the printing for that. Yeah. Um, and thinking and I just didn't really think about how big it was gonna be. Like yeah. it didn't register how it was going to look. And then I was with the rug, um the rug company and we were stuck we where were we? This is really fun. We were at um, a service station off the side of a motorway. Yeah, this pom box picking colours for this. Oh, I
0: love those boxes.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't. know. If
0: anybody doesn't know what those are, they are like the what you call them? Um, they like they're the, one... the co- yeah, they're the colour charts for the weave for the for the weaves, aren't they? Yeah. And they are just absolute beautiful boxes of colour, and you can pick them all out. They are, they're actually so inspiring there's a few so on storyboards for years they're beautiful
1: they're so they're so good i I personally don't want to see another one in my life because <laughs> to break down my designs and go yeah. this 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 but it's fantastic just yeah, do it, it, it all and then when it like when the interior designer said why don't you come down and I was kind of like okay sure come, blah, blah, skip about for a bit. And I was thinking, oh, all here, all there. And mm-hmm. I just walked in and I, I just cried. Because I was just like, this is just beyond anything. Wow. I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Like, it is floor to ceiling me. And it's just like walking inside my head. And I'm just like. Z-z-z. That's yeah. so good, isn't it?
0: So good when it all turns out like that. It's, it's
1: brilliant. all the feeling <sighs> of
0: yeah. how it feels. But it's fantastic. You've had the opportunity to work with it throughout the whole project instead of you know so often designers never see any of that do they they just somebody picks up your pattern or print at a show or online digitally however it is and it's sold and then its journey beyond that is completely out of your control I think that's so lovely is that you're learning and you're learning the whole time really aren't you within that project and because you're close to your suppliers it's allowing you to push the boundaries of print as well to create more yeah just to push the boundaries of interiors as well which kind of leads me nicely onto our next question really how has Bobo 1325 developed over the last couple of years you've added more products haven't you
1: yeah so obviously with with the pandemic it, we I kind of had to sit back and go okay how do we get through this yep is working so closely with hospitality and seeing the trouble that they were in the, the support that they needed and didn't necessarily get I don't think yeah um, and then you have the cost of living crisis with the energy now yeah it's kind of just been like right okay how do I get through this yeah how do I survive and so I kind of thought about I, I know I neglected the residential a little bit so it was it was turning my focus more to residential yep yeah. and other products that I believe in, I don't. I don't believe in bringing out products that just that are just because just because I can. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do that's that's not who I am. I don't want to do that. I don't want to add things that are just going to go to landfill or people are going to have for a little bit then chuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we were locked down, I felt in a cage. I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody felt yeah. like they were in a cage. Yeah. And mentally, that just mentally it took its toll like I really really struggled yeah like I was calling my mom and I was just like I can't like I just don't know what to do like I just I need to get out I need to do something and for me gym and swimming has always been so integral. like it gives me inspiration it makes me feel good it's it's that release at the end of the day and I couldn't do it um so I started doing like at home workouts in my bedroom and I thought about the, the wellness side and the health benefits yes and slowly I could feel myself getting getting better because I couldn't pick up a paintbrush I had all this time and the last thing I wanted to do was was create
0: I couldn't yes creative block isn't it I know exactly what you mean you just you want to start you have no idea where to start and it's just yeah it's, it's um, walls.
1: Yeah, so I started. So I brought out. Um, I started focusing on like wellness side and great. health and fitness side, and it's it's something that I really believe in because it's yep. how I know how it makes me feel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yes, yeah, so I bought out exercise mats, and I love them. I go Fantastic, the and I just love them, and you know, they're great for. They're made on sustainable um rubber mats so okay. they like recycled cork. um they yeah they just you know bigger myself up a little bit they're just great they're no, they they're, are great
0: no, they're great and they're all kind of you know they're upsells aren't they as well really it's really good to have those as you move towards like evolving the business from b to b to b to c too. Isn't it really? So you have an, a website of people can purchase these, these online now?
1: So they're on my website. You can purchase them through Instagram shop. You can purchase them through the Facebook shop. And, yeah, it's just really nice because I'm seeing people actually send me, like, pictures of themselves working out on my right. mat. And then like, I yeah. feel great. And I'm like, that's incredible because I want you to feel great. And yeah. especially this time of year, I think, like, this time of year, everyone's so busy with the new year new me and i'm kind of i hate that phrase i think it's such a commercial <laughs> horrific phrase that is yeah. just designed to make people feel bad about themselves yeah but you know a lot of people do choose at the beginning of the year to to things, start
0: yeah
1: to make those starts and to do things and so yeah it's been so nice seeing people tag me and things and like send me pictures and saying I'm so I can't wait to start I can't wait to go to the gym and like when I take mine to the gym and I've got people going where did you get that and so now I'm seeing people at the gym and they've got mats and I'm kind of just like oh it's great it's also important to get closer to your customers as well isn't it really get that feedback
0: Mm. I I think that you know brings you out the silo again as well really we all need those interactions and I think we learned that from lockdown actually how much we needed them but we took them for granted
1: really what I've had so far is that people are really ha- much happier to take their own mat because you know if people I think COVID taught us to be a bit more conscious <laughs> and a bit yeah more def- yeah aware of germs and stuff like yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> if definitely you're using a gym mat that's been at the gym You don't know if the person before you has cleaned it. You don't don't know if if you don't clean it up. Like, there's so much. I'm sure they're very clean. I am. (laughs) You're putting kind of like, you don't know what thing is. So when you take your own mat, you're in control of that.
0: Definitely definitely and they're all great ways to do print on demand for you too really you don't have to hold massive stocks no. um, and it's fantastic for the for the emerging designer or an established brand like yourself just to add them as well really and test so, the marketplace really do yeah, some market
1: test the market like online with these and now we're going to see about getting them into some stores so that's, oh, that would be fantastic yeah get to retail
0: year, so yeah that's good you to know. you good for you Beth, I think we've s I think you've 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 spoken about your your, your projects a bit and I think you know is is which which would you definitely define as your favourite one? Or perhaps it's not fair to do that really, is it? It's probably not fair. <sighs> Are there any other projects you'd like to just talk about quickly? That were challenging or that you you know you could bring new materials in?
1: Um I think my favourites I think is Layla Lily's. And yep. I think- from winning that award, the relationship that I now have with the client, yeah, um, I work on all their projects.
0: Fantastic, and
1: that's extraordinary. And we have a bespoke one coming. So oh, another one, good. That is what I'm working on right now, and it's, right. it's. I love bespoke. Um, obviously, and I love Yotel and Motley just because yep. there's so much of me. It's, it's just, it's so, it's like. A city like Manchester has that one spot that's just Yeah. Um but I think there's one opening in January which is a bespoke project and it was for a restaurant and the client was such a good client actually, like really amazing. He was just like, I don't want you in handcuffs, I want you to do whatever you want to do. Great. But it has to kind of have influences of my culture. Okay and that was a struggle i'm i'm so proud of that design actually i love it i can't wait to share it and i can't I, like i can't wait for it to open so i can share it brilliant but it, that was a challenge and that's what that's that's what's beautiful about bespoke it is yep. a challenge yeah um and I, and i love that and I, it's it's really really good but it was just at the time it was kind of like i have i don't want to upset someone's culture I don't know how to represent. Oh, uh, in case you cause offence by what you put forward. Yeah, uh, I get it. that. It's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, my goodness, how how do I do this? How So I found a Persian cafe in Chalton. Uh-huh. And I went and had coffee and I was just, I think they, and at first I just sat there and having coffee and I didn't speak to anyone. And then they saw me coming a and they were like, hi, how are you? And I was like, okay the water's broken and I was like right this 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 <laughs> and, I, and I was talking to them about it
0: that's great so yes guess, did though. your research
1: and that's and that's what's so important though like with every project and every job is is do your research you know yes because you want to do it right you want to represent you the best that you can do but if you're representing yep. the client as well you want to you, you're representing them and but you want to reach, you want you know, as a creative
0: as well, I think you always seek, you know, you always seek, oh, what's the word, recognition. But also you want everybody to be happy. So it's really important that you meet everybody's expectations. And as a creative, if you don't, creatives don't just walk away and go, oh, well. They actually, you feel that forever, don't you? You'll be unhappy with that design forever because your client wasn't happy. Or the but, final I, scheme just will never meet your expectation yeah. of perfection because you didn't give it your whole, you know, didn't give it your whole, whole color. Really. I think
1: what people don't realize is how much you give of yourself to what you create. Absolutely right. Nobody ever gets that
0: outside Lots the creative world.
1: Vulnerable when you yeah. are creating because you have to open yourself up so much. Yeah. And I think people don't really understand like the toll it takes mentally yeah. and that vulnerability because Yeah. But yeah, so that was that that was a challenge and i was just like i don't know where to begin i really don't know where to begin and then i so i spoke with these with the guys and i was just like right and i found and then i because i'm such a little scholar i love to learn and i love to knowledge makes me giddy like i just like okay i just have books upon books upon books yeah so i read like all these books and i went for persian folklore and okay yeah so i went for Persian folklore and all the botanicals and elements within the design like flora
0: mm-hmm. they're
1: all used in Persian cuisine or grown in Persia so everything kind of links back and is integral to the story it's not there just because it's because it, it has purpose and yeah. I, I can't wait that's brilliant When is when's the launch to you January, I believe. Me, uh, end of
0: January, early February. Fantastic. Okay, brilliant. That's great. Are you going to enter that one into the Festival Awards this year though? I am. Oh, look forward. Look forward. <laughs> yeah, I think the deadline's the 23rd, 24th of, or maybe it's the 28th of January, but it's towards the end of January. We'll make sure we do a little headline on that. If, so, I
1: may, yeah. if, if, the, if it's open, I will absolutely 100%. Yep. Fantastic,
0: brilliant! That's so good. Beth, can we touch on market trends? How has the interior industry changed, and how have you? Well, we think we've spoken about how you've adapted, Bobo One, Two, Three. But how has the industry changed over the last few years post lockdown? Is is there a lot more going on in hospitality, or is it still very difficult?
1: Um, it is (sighs) drips and drabs. There is a lot going on. Yeah. It's a lot slower. Okay. Because I think everyone's kind of taking taking their time, taking their steps, getting things in place. Yeah. And I think because costs are the way they are. Yeah. And I think everything's just soared. So I think I think everyone's just kind of taking their time and it's on tenterhooks. hooks. But it there's a lot happening. There is so much happening. Like especially, you know, in Manchester, mm-hmm. there is so much going on in the northeast there is a lot going on london Great. so yeah it's just getting it's it's, it's getting there but do you has, think
0: people are more considered about their purchases as well do you think they are actively looking for greener solutions more sustainable yeah. materials to use i
1: know i am i no, know i'm, I'm sure I'm, you are yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. um so you know um my printers now have a recycled velvet that is right. FR without using halogen, which I love. Oh, perfect. But I I think we'll all agree that, you know, the textile industry and the like interiors industry, especially with upholstery, it needs to do more.
0: It I does, and it, faster.
1: It needs to do a lot more. You know, at the minute, I'm obsessed with um, C-cell smart fibres.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, like really obsessed with those seeing them like emerging in fashion with patagonia and stuff like that yeah it's um it's made from seaweed and wood cellulose so it is low resource 100% biodegradable yeah there's no chemicals released in the waste um and it's just kind of like i want to see if fashion are doing it yeah I want to see the interiors take steps like that. I want to see upholstery take steps like that. So, I mean, can something like C-cell from those raw materials transcend into interiors? Yeah. You know, because the recycled velvets, they're amazing and they're a step. And I think every step is important, but. There's still so much wastage with that it's still polyester it's still yeah. just the water wastage and the chemicals it's this they still take their toll um so yeah I, I think it's always about supply and
0: demand is not it really as well um, mm-hmm. I think it's about having a volume of a, a cooperative of people choosing the right fibers so that we can make sure that they do get woven and the end up out there in commercial use or making trying to you know getting access to the companies who are loom straight you know who are building huge stocks and reserves of these things but for their own use yeah um, i think we need to start to be a lot more collaborative and also i think we have to be a little patient i know it's impossible because the planet is not in a position to be patient you know we're already too late on so many things but well, we have to wait for the industry to develop to take fabrics for quite often for the fashion industry. On a volume basis yeah. and then increase the weights of those fabrics, the GSMs of those fabrics, so that they can be used in the interior world to other bright volumes. So it is always a supply and demand issue. Um, but there's no question that sustainability is yeah. driving it forward now. That's what people are looking for. And it's great that yeah, that's happening. That's brilliant.
1: But I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that it needs to be more collaborative. Yeah. Like cross platforms, yeah. cross yeah. industries, yeah. and like share your knowledge. And I think. I think that's how we do it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's how we make change. And I, I, I'm i excited because it's I weird think- really. It's weird, really, isn't it? It's like going back to the 1950s in many ways, but
0: with a digital yeah. format, you know, where honour and trust were all part of the commercial frame. We kind of lost that for 20 years, I think. Um, mm. But we now have to, you know, especially when you look at print on demand and things like that, because people have to now think about booking space with their printer and not just expecting them to jump. You know, when they were asked to jump, you know the, the reverse is how high. <laughs> so I think we do have to get much, much more collaborative and much more trustworthy,
1: cooperate more with everybody. Yeah, and share I think, knowledge. I think patience and yeah, learning to wait is key. Like I'm yeah. okay with my lead times being a bit longer if that means yes, we have a more sustainable progress. Yes. Yeah, a process, not progress. Um, I'm, I'm fine with that rather than the whole print on demand. I think we all got very, I think we got like fashion. I think it was very fast, yeah. very messy. And I think we just take that, while yeah. taking steps forward, we take steps back and go, okay, yeah, let's take our time. And it's okay. Yeah. Like not everything has to be yesterday.
0: Definitely, definitely. Speaking of yesterday, when we used to have to buy everything off the shelf and on stock, uh, there really wasn't much choice in the interior world, was there? It was all a land of pattern books, really, and millions of metres printed from which you could choose. But things have changed. Um, You're definitely driving the trends within customised interiors. How do you see that changing? Do you think that's here forever? Do you think bespoke in the interior world is here forever and will continue to develop? Yeah. Do you know yeah. I
1: think I think people do. I think people want that personalized space and people want that personalized touch something that calls to them and resonates with them. Yeah. And I I think that's what's really really beautiful about what we do it's that different people and what they feel and how they view the world and how they want their space Dif- like different signs call, like just it's 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 for them. But you're more likely to keep it longer as well, aren't you? You are. Definitely. And I think that's what's really great about interiors is that they're yeah. more they're more thought about. Like uh-huh. your favourite dress is only your favourite dress for a season and then you're kind of like take it to a charity shop or hit ASOS in the sale or, or whatever. Yeah. But your interiors, they're designed for you on a much more holistic level. directly, uh, yeah. Yeah, to like paint you choose and the color scheme that you go for and how that makes you feel like I think people are kind of going how does this like color is so important it's powerful and yeah you know I've got I've because of material source I spend a lot of time with crown paints yeah and they taught me about like color psychology so Uh and which is something that I've always considered but not as deeply as I do now so when I design, it's kind of like, what is this design saying? Like yeah. on a subconscious level, not what I'm wanting to put out, but on yep. subconsciously, how does this make you feel? How yeah. do the colors make you feel? Do they calm you? Do they make you feel yeah. like energized? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really, really great about it too. Is, is it's because-
0: a whole science, isn't it? It's a whole science that of how you know a color um, affects your health
1: subconsciously
0: Mm. you've got no idea that that's what's going on but your your interior really impacts your lifestyle and your life balance and I think post lockdown more people are you know people used to think that was a bit no but I think what and would frown on that kind of I don't know I don't know how to describe that really but I think people are much more focused and on the relevancy of um, the, the style and the design and the health benefits, the wellness benefits of everything. haven't been locked in our interiors for two years. I think we all kind of started to have the time to look round and go, hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, just know. It's been the so whole nice. science.
1: all the grey go. The yeah. The grey's been going and you, in come the mustards and the greens. and Yeah. You You're right. Yeah. You'll feel so much better for it.
0: Yeah, and true. Like
1: you see all the biophilic elements coming in and kind yeah. of like looking at plants and going, Does this plant help me sleep? Does this plant make me calm? Does this plant clean the air? And it's just, yeah, it is. It's such a science that I think people look at it and think, oh, wow, that's pretty. But then they don't kind of, but they don't see the whole concept and the whole process behind every step and every thought. (laughs) I think that's true that that we've
0: kind of touched on that before, but they don't consider the creative journey or what a good design. I mean, you know, there's good and bad designers as well, I guess, but a really great commercial designer actually thinks about all of those nuances of colour, handle, texture, feel, scale, longevity, circular. All of those things are going into your design process. You know, designers are incredibly powerful when they use that power correctly at the beginning of the journey. They consider all of the impacts of the all the way through to the very, very end. And you definitely do that very, very well, Beth. So congratulations. So tell us, what's on the boiler for Bobo1325 for 2023? Will you uh, set
1: yourself some goals? I have. I want to do okay. – um, well, I haven't. Really, I have, but I haven't. The goals okay. are kind of like, you know, secret yeah. goals. So okay. they stay squirreled away. But – um the bespoke books are open next week, but fantastic. I have uh, two bespoke jobs coming up, which um, is really great because the client was kind of like, "Write the brief, then just show it to me," oh. and I was just like, "And it's yeah, it's so good, isn't it?" Because you kind That's of just like, well, where where we're going to go with this. Yeah. You deserve
0: those jobs every now and again. <laughs>
1: Definitely. Um, so um, it helps that the client is the same client from Layla Lilies, so he knows. Yeah. Well.
0: They trust you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um but i'm just so excited about that job it's in newcastle and we're going to be telling a history of newcastle that hasn't been told before oh so yeah um i went deep into my research and i was kind of like right well i don't want to do i don't want to do the bridge i don't want to do the angel of the north yeah um not that there's anything wrong with those by the way no 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 but so many designs that are so so like beautiful and just very iconic but it's just, I like take to. Be a, different. I like take to a th- fresh perspective. I like to take like a different path than yeah. others. So, yeah, we're we're gonna tell like a really. Cool so story, which I'm excited about, and then the bespoke books open next week. So hopefully, well, not hopefully. I already know <laughs> there's a few things on the on the boards there. What's the bespoke books, Beth? I open bespoke books which is, it's not really a book it's kind of like a yeah. an window uh-huh. and it's kind of like it's open for six weeks yeah people who need bespoke jobs doing book in a time book in their slot because basically fantastic I don't want to take on I don't want to say I can't say yes to everything I'm just yeah. one person and yeah I don't want to take away anything from any job I want to give yeah. 100% to every job I want to give them the research. I want to give them my time. I want to give them 100% of me. Yeah. So I I I open them twice a year so that I'm able to do that. That's a
0: fantastic just, idea. That really it's, is.
1: It's just that it's so good mentally and it's so good. You give the best of yourself. You don't burn out, but yeah, you give the client everything. And it's like you're not feeling rushed. You're not kind of going... I've taken on too much. Yeah.
0: I've... It's just. There's no, it's... Gre- it, there's no greed in there, Beth, is there? You know, you have a certain amount of energy, creative time, et cetera, et cetera, and you work alone. Ooh. So, you know, I suppose in the future you can outsource your admin and all the other bits and pieces. But when this is kind of goes back to your point and actually shows that point really of how much a creative puts into that piece of art that then becomes a material produced in mass or on bespoke. Um, there's only so much energy, creative energy that the artist can have, really. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you work already work twenty four seven because you're always switched on. You're always thinking about everything, so you can't make your day longer. Right. Um, so that's, that's a fantastic way to work, Beth. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that's why your clients trust you as well. Oh,
1: thank you. Definitely. But, you know, it's no, it's 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 great. It's really really great because you you can't be or you can't do all in. When you do bespoke, you're, you're selling something that doesn't exist. Yeah. So you're having to convince a client of something that does not exist anywhere but your head and you're having to say, and, but it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that is a scary and daunting thing. You're sat there with these boards and this story that you want to tell and you want to say, this is what I put together. This is how it's going to look, but it doesn't exist yet yeah it's it's here it's your vision um and I think it's really really great and I think that's really exciting but it is really vulnerable and you cost it you're like saying I work nine to five you don't work nine to no. five no. you work like nine or eight or like forever two, whenever you because do
0: because you're we, inspired 24 7 wherever you are as a creative <laughs> whatever you're doing you're, home. you're computing aren't you
1: yeah Oh, so true. they're open and then I'm going to launch my murals, which is oh, what are you doing. but I just want to tell stories. Great. Really large scale stories that, you know, don't have a repeat, don't have that freedom to just really yeah. go big. That's that was, going big is a great idea.
0: I think Beth. <laughs> I think your work. I also think your work is so intricate. That when you do blow the scale up, so I guess you're going to create them at a a three or whatever, and then you or even bigger maybe, and then you're going to blow them up in the scale, but create them really fine, so you yeah. get lots of detail. Yeah, your work will look amazing like that because all of the beautiful line marks and all the tone and the graduated tone, you'll see more of it in larger patches. Mm. i really look forward to seeing those. You're going to play with different I'm substrates really about them. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of materials are you going to print onto? Have you kind of thought, started thinking about that yet?
1: How was I was thinking about that, so obviously it's yeah. gonna be wallpapers. Yeah, but I thought about doing fabric panels. Yeah, fabric panels that don't repeat, yeah. so that you have like a large wingback chair or something with yeah. just this gradient and yeah, yeah, lovely.
0: Just, there are some really great wall coverings around now with a beautiful suede and velvet touch and all of that. A lot of them we've probably come across. Yeah. Um, the cork
1: and the grass. Yes. Yeah. Um, my supplier, uh John Mark.
0: Yeah, oh that's great because Ah
1: that's uh, good. John
0: Mark. <laughs> no, John Mark's that's it's great you're working with John Mark because especially when you're printing on cork, you've got a coloured surface where he's got the white, he's got the, the latex with
1: the white, so you can put that underneath and you can build colour. Oh yeah. Beth, you're gonna have so much fun. They're incredible. Like Matt yeah. keeps, Matt keeps sending me things yeah like, do this. I'm like, save it, don't tell everyone. Just don't
0: <laughs> Um, yeah they're
1: really really great Love them. oh they're
0: so innovative you're going to have so much fun with them that's fantastic it's brilliant Beth we're, we're running over a little bit last question what you you know you're such such an inspiration for the creative community oh, um, you, are, you, know, <laughs> you, you are because you know you because you tell it best because you tell it how it is you know we're, not, we're all we're, we're all per, not perfect humans in that you know as you said you know imposter syndrome and a million things like that we all are we all have to be more be more aware and be more truthful and you know you have shared your journey um and it's so lovely to hear that that you know sometimes it's great sometimes it isn't all all commercial life has ups and downs but we can't stay on the top all the time we have to bob and keep adapting and keep moving so what would your advice be to a young creative somebody who's kind of moving out from university perhaps has a little bit of commercial experience what what would your words of wisdom be for them I don't know if I have wisdom. This is the one that I really. Of you do. Know. See, no, no, no. this
1: is it, the one it costs that. It's syndrome really, again. This is <laughs> the one that I really, really thought about. Yeah, and I think it's 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 not wisdom. It's the thing that I tell myself every day.
0: Yeah. And It's
1: don't let fear be the thing that holds you back. Mm. Let it be the thing that drives you.
0: Yeah.
1: And you have to be odd to be number one.
0: Yeah. Odd. <laughs>
1: embrace it like if you if you are in the world and you think that I'm different I don't fit in good you're doing the right you're on the right path that's Blazer. great oh, that's brilliant Beth thank you so much for joining us today it's been an absolute pleasure
0: look oh, forward to seeing your nice to see you. please do make sure you enter the awards and look forward to looking at those too um that's fantastic brilliant good luck with brand you're doing really well can't wait to see all your latest creations it's so exciting and what i kind of i love about your work is that you really are using the best of digital to push boundaries for your creativity oh, you're pushing so. it and that's that's a wonderful thing to watch to be honest thank you so much thank
1: you take care
0: thank you